everybody should start to think about how they can live beyond themselves. Everything we do, the world seems to be talking to everybody about how to be happy. And so I hear so many comments of people saying, you hear it a lot when someone gets divorced, goes through a hard time, kind of gets in depression. They say, you know what? I'm focused from now on. I am focused on me. It's time for me to be, it's time for John to be happy. Therefore, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to eat better. I'm doing things that are fulfilling to me. Me, 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 me. If I focus on me, I will be happy. And the reality is, you will not be happy. You Yes, go to the gym, eat better, do things to make your body better. But when the focus is only on you, you're just going to have some dopamine hits to have like momentary happiness. But the reality is, you're happiest when you're on a mission. You're happiest when you're serving others and you're trying to do greater good for a cause or for a purpose or there's a problem that only you can solve. That's when you're happy because that's when you're fulfilled. Welcome to the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, a podcast we're seeking to lead change. We're also seeking to understand. We're also here as a platform for leaders to come together to unite, to develop, and empower other leaders in the areas of business, family, and community. I'm your host, Lafayette Lane. Join my co-host, John LeBron. And tonight, you have us to the Wonder Twins here to have this conversation with you all on tonight. John, how are you doing, man? 2023, how's your year going? It's going strong, busy, crazy. A lot yeah. of changes, but other than that, it's going really good. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's still a little bit of an adjustment, um, even saying the year 2023, but I feel the acceleration um, mm-hmm. in the atmosphere, even for my own life, um, in these 10 days, seems some amazing things. And it seems like the pace has moved. Uh, it's moving a little different this year, and it's no time to fall behind. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but to keep keep pace in that in that year of acceleration is what I, I feel like this is a year uh, of acceleration. And I think that's important that as leaders that we have an understanding of the speed of the atmosphere, the speed of the environment in which we need to move at that point, the speed in the environment, whether we are working in a um, whatever business that we're in or we're in a corporate setting or we have our own entrepreneurial business, or even in the atmosphere of the home, whatever atmosphere or environment that you are in, I think it's important that we understand the speed and the timing of what time it is in that particular season. Uh, I, think, I think it's important that leaders understand the timing of where we're at, um, the timing of, is it time to accelerate the goals? Is it time to accelerate growth in this quarter? What is the projection looking like? Is it time for our personal goals as an organization to accelerate and grow? You know, sometimes we can want to move fast in the wrong time, but then there are times that where we're moving too slow to keep up with the moment that is in front of us and that's ahead of us. And it requires a certain speed. It requires a certain <clears throat> acceleration to keep up with the moment so where your moment turns into momentum. Like, I'm sure you've had those moments, bro, where you feel like, I don't know if I'm moving fast enough to where I want to go. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm moving fast enough to where God has me or where I want to be personally. I may feel a little behind and I feel like I need to pick up the pace. 
You know, sometimes we can be on a pace for so long that we get adjusted to it. It's like when you're working out and you start on the treadmill, you go, you set it to the number two. <laughs> and then after two weeks or so, what used to be something hard for you is now become too easy. And you've got to pick up the pace if you want to continue to see results. I'll say it again for those of you that are listening, because somebody that's listening to this, some of you that will watch this tonight, you need to pick up the pace in order to see results. The reason why you have not seen the results that you have been looking for is because you have not accelerated to the correct pace of the season that you are currently in. Like, bro, how how important is that to have that correct pace, that correct speed, to have that understanding that I need to accelerate, I need to go into another gear right now? Yeah, so that's such a good question. I think pace is often you meant you said something that was interesting. You said I feel like I'm in on, on a new pace right now. Yeah. And I wanted to ask the question, is it yeah. you're just naturally on a pace or yeah. is it that your expectations are just at an all-time Ooh. high? Because Ooh. I think as we expect as our natural expectations increase, yeah. it builds a higher belief and therefore we will want to take more action. Because we have a real expectation of this is yeah. about to happen. It's kind mm. of like, right? You, you don't, you don't mm. naturally move faster towards something that you feel a little bit uncertain about. But mm-hmm. when you have certainty, that, built, that makes you feel confident in the direction you're moving. And sure. you had said something about on the treadmill at number two. Yeah. And sometimes you got to increase the number to keep to actually get where you want to go. It's true. But sometimes you also might have to actually do a different exercise. <laughs> like, mm. like sometimes you can do the treadmill for a while and yeah. or be or do the same workouts and not get that sort of what they would call that pump. Right. And they say, "Hey, instead of this one, maybe you should switch to the elliptical or maybe you switch yeah. to the, the, the stair climber, right? Yeah. Because you need to switch you're still moving forward, but you might be sort of an autopilot and you need a little bit of a jolt to get yourself moving. I found, yeah. honestly, the best people at helping you do that is coaches. Seriously. Mm-hmm. People, some people love personal development coaches. Some don't. But what sure. I have found is that is somebody who can look at you from a different perspective and be like, you're a little comfortable. And yeah. for you to go the next step, you need to take a couple steps of out of your comfort zone and get back into the routine of being comfortable or being Comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm, 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 mm. Being comfortable being uncomfortable. And sometimes you need that push, as you said, man, that's so good, from someone that is going to give you an objective perspective. Because mm. the coach doesn't care really about how you feel about the pain. The trainer at the gym doesn't care if you like the exercise they're doing. Their job is to push you to that end result. Because like you said, bro, I think that's so good. I, I never thought about it from that perspective. It's not so much that you're moving faster. It's that the expectation has hit the acceleration in your mind to now that you feel like you're on a different pace because of expectation. Man, oh my gosh. That is so good. I'm, I'm, I'm a preacher, so that hit me in a different way. I'm going to have to write that down. Because expectation can, can be your greatest asset, but it also can be your greatest enemy. Because I've been there, bro, when you have an expectation and then the expectation Mm -hmm. fails or the Mm -hmm. expectation is unmet 
and it can be it can be triggering, it can be traumatic, it can be it can be a hindrance and a blocking to progression because you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to do the same thing I did last time because the last time I did that, I didn't get the result that I wanted. Right. And so the expectation is what sets the pace for acceleration. Those of you that are listening to this, I want you to really, really catch that, catch that in your mind, catch that in your heart, catch that in your spirit, that the expectation is setting me up for acceleration. That the higher your expectation goes, the faster you're going to move into that place that you should be and where you're supposed to be. It is the expectation that moves you into acceleration. The expectation that moves you into acceleration. I want those of you that are listening to this, I want you to think about that for the rest of this year and even put that as an affirmation that when you wake up in the morning, as you go throughout your day, as you go throughout your week, that my expectation is going to set the pace for my acceleration. My expectation is going to set the pace for my acceleration. What are, what are some things as we've moved in 10 days into 2023 that you've been feeling, if I can say it this way, a burden for or a burden to do? Like in these first 10 days of 2023, what's really been on your heart that you feel like, man, I, I have to get this done or some things that have shifted for you in these first 10 days? Ooh, so like personally, it's there's been a huge, huge push for me just on business stuff. Mm. Like I think some people, and I think this might change with age a little bit. When yeah. I was in my 20s, I feel like I had a lot of time. Yeah. And I just turned 39. I'll be 40 in 11 months. And I don't feel old. My energy is pretty high. I feel good. But the, the, I think the urgency that I have is different than what other people have. Because mm. I'm starting to think, I don't just have. I do have time. And I know that. But I don't have time to waste. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like I, sh- I can. I'm. I was listening to somebody talk because there were some young people who worried they're always behind and weren't, weren't successful enough, things like that. Yeah. And he said, most people in their twenties just kind of figure things out and they typically don't, but they're working on it and that's fine. And then in the, and they, they just kind of like go from job to job, whatever. Then in the thirties, they're still sort of in that area, but they start to at least identify some strengths. And it's not until their forties and fifties, that they decide to hone in and actually make money, become successful, and so forth. Sure. Which is true, because when I was in my 20s, I was really just kind of like, let me try this, let me try that, let me try something else. And the closer I get to 40, I think, okay, honestly, my focus is now not so much that, like I have zero zero desire to climb a corporate ladder. A Mm. lot of people want to do it. It's fine. I have zero, like, unhirable right now right <laughs> it's just not a thing i mean yeah. i work for my dad there's those things but no no desire to go find a job at a corporate place um so this the my urgency lately is okay what can i do to build my companies and what can i do to start putting the foundation for a long-term success and legacy for my yeah. family not that i fear i'm not going to be here nothing like that 
I just have identified the areas I want to work within. And that's been my real push. And not just that, but a definitely a deeper desire also to put that extra effort in to connecting with my family. Not like my, my wife and my kids. Yeah. Extra family, love them. Um, they're just secondary. And yeah. so it's just the truth. And so the other, the biggest other priority I have is my son is 11. He's going to be 12 this spring. I have six more Christmases with him, and then he's an adult. Wow. 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 I get six more summers, and that's it. So him and I go kayaking every summer and have, like, bro day and have those hard talks. Like, I get six more of those till he decides if he wants to do it ever again. Right? Right. Until then he can just go. Cause I, and so it's just a right. different perspective I've had on what's important to me. Man, I think that's so powerful because you have shifted to a legacy mindset. And I think a lot of people shift to a legacy mindset once they retire at 65. Mm. Now, now what are we going to do with the rest of our lives? When really you should be spending your whole life planning out the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like what you just said, even from a, a context of, of where I'm at, as far as ministry, I see a lot of pastors that are older are some pastors that just suddenly die and there's no succession plan. And what it shows mm-hmm. me, there's, there is no success without succession. Like there has to be a legacy plan. Not when the doctor tells you you have stage four cancer, then we start putting a plan together. Not, not, not when you, when you, you know, you are at the end of your life, you're at the end of your rope. It's when you are at your prime because you and I are, are at our primes. If, if I could put it that way. Mm-hmm. That is when you should be planning for the next. I look at my favorite athlete, LeBron James. The only thing that he's been talking about for the past two years is playing with his son. He said, I've done everything else. He he did an interview this week. What else is there left for you to accomplish? He said, I must be on the court with Bronny Jr. Because Mm -hmm. he's already thinking, I've already done all that I can do. Now, technically speaking, you and LeBron are the same age. He's not old. He's mm-hmm. old for an NBA player, but mm-hmm. he's not an old man. But mm-hmm. he's already thinking about legacy and what is next. Because what a tragedy it would be, man, for us to build all of these things, to do all of these accolades, to accomplish all of these things. But the seed that is within us has nothing to grab onto. I think that is so good that how you're already thinking in numbers wise and make it clear. I only have six summers left. Mm -hmm. You know, that may sound that may sound dark or grim or or bleak to someone. But to me. What that's doing is building beyond the six summers. So if you capitalize on these last six, once he is 18, more than likely, he still want to go spend time with dad. It may not mm-hmm. be all the time as it was before, but because dad put in that work with me from 13 to 18, or he's 11 now, from 11 to 18, he put in that sweat equity that, okay, this this weekend I'm going to spend another weekend with Andrew. I'm going to put another deposit because the reality is you're not just putting a seat into Andrew, you're putting a seat into John because inside of Andrew is John. Andrew came from you. So mm-hmm. every time I every time I put a deposit into Josiah, I'm putting a deposit into myself because mm-hmm. they are us. And so if they fail, it's not because of them, it's because of us. The greatest mm-hmm. reflection of success 
is not the prototype. It's the one that's coming after it. Right. Mm. So, so we've, we've put this template down. We put this foundation now, but the house is not a house with just a foundation. That's just the beginning. It's what's built upon the foundation that everybody goes and says, wow, look at that. Nobody ever says, wow, look how great that foundation of the house is. <laughs> it's, it's the most important piece. But nobody goes and look at that. They say, wow, look at the windows, look at the interior design, what's built upon the foundation. So as leaders, we have to be builders and we have to have a building mindset that we are leaving something for those that are coming behind us. Mm. Yes. And I think another thing that LeBron, you mentioned LeBron James, another thing he's been really good at doing. And yes, he's focused on legacy and Bronny Jr. and so forth. Yeah. He's really good at finding ways to stay motivated. Yeah. We all can get complacent, mm. even within our own small successes. I get he's made a fortune more than I ever had. And sure, sure. even maybe even desire to do. But he's he's accomplished about anything you could want in the NBA. He's at the highest of the highs. But how does he keep his body in prime condition, right? That's a, that's a lot of work. Most, most 99.9% of the athletes don't do that because they get complacent. They think, I'm, I'm thinking close to retirement. He's found ways to stay motivated, to keep investing in his body, keep investing in his mind, keep moving forward. Yeah. I don't think it's just to keep playing basketball. It's just to keep moving forward as an individual, as an athlete, for himself, his family, which is something we all have to do. And you all have to make that switch, that that little change in your mind. And I think the reason you can, the way to do that is you eventually have to start playing for something bigger than yourself. Mm. Because when you're playing for yourself, you only do so much. But when it's be- the mission or the cause is bigger than you, that's when yeah. you you can never, ever quite hit it. You're always going after it. And, you can, yes. and you're always getting out of your comfort zone. Yes, 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 yes. Man, oh man. Speak, speaking of LeBron as well, bro. You talked about that piece of keeping him, what's keeping him motivated. He's creeping up on breaking the NBA all-time scoring record that's been held for 40 plus years by Kareem mm-hmm. Abdul-Jabbar. And it's amazing to me that those who should be celebrating a record that's being broken mm-hmm. feel like they will lose their value if what they set is succeeded beyond what they did. Like we're talking about legacy and you see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he's making all these comments, all taking shots at LeBron because he feels some type of way that his value is caught up in a record instead of celebrating, hey, this is what I was hoping to live for long enough to see what I said be surpassed, right? Our, Our legacy, living for something that our sons will be on the shoulders of where we are so they can see further than what we saw. I think that's so important, bro, because we have to understand what you just said that is bigger than us. It's bigger than us. So I'm not building this so high that no one can pass it. I'm building it so someone can stand on it so they can see further than what I can. Mm. Right. So they can see further. My son and my daughter will see further and do more than what I can. You know, so how does the generation, how does the legacy continue if everyone keeps starting at the same level, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Everybody keeps starting at the same yard line. No, no, no. Somebody has to start at the 20 and then the next generation can start at the 40, you know, and Mm -hmm. so on and so on and so on. And and so, man, I think that's, 
That's so good. I think those of you that are listening to this, get legacy on your mind. Get legacy on your mind. Because social media doesn't really paint a picture of legacy to us. Mm-hmm. Social media is instant. It is not about tomorrow. It is about today. It's sports about tomorrow. Yes, it is that is that sports center, is that highlight reel. Right? And life, life has highlights, but life is not a highlight reel. Life has highlights, but life is not a highlight reel. Life is full of moments that you have to turn into momentum that will leave a legacy. As we wrap up, bro, what's on your heart, man, that you want to leave the audience and I'll come back that you want to leave our audience with as we wrap up this, this legacy moment? Mm. I would say everybody should start to think about how they can live beyond themselves. Mm. Everything we do, the world seems to be talking to everybody about how to be happy. And so I hear so many comments of people saying, you hear it a lot when someone gets divorced, goes through a hard time, kind of gets in depression. They say, you know what? I am focused for now on. I am focused on me. It's time for me to be, it's time for John to be happy. Therefore I'm going to the gym. I'm going to eat better. I'm doing things that are fulfilling to me. Me, 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 me. If I focus on me, I will be happy. And the reality is you will not be happy. You Yes, go to the gym, eat better, do things to make your body better. But when the focus is only on you, you're just going to have some dopamine hits to have like momentary happiness. But the reality is you're happiest when you're on a mission, you're happiest when you're serving others and you're trying to do greater good for a cause or for a purpose, or there's a problem that only you can solve. That's when you're happy because that's when you're fulfilled. So this search for happiness, a lot of people have it all wrong and that it's all about happy work-life balance, blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you what, when I'm not active, When I'm not actively pursuing goals, I'm actually very grumpy to live with. And my family knows this. So when I go through sort of a season, we're on vacations and so forth, and I'm not actually pursuing something, I'm good for a week or two. But I have to get back to it. I can just get grumpy. And the same is for you guys. When you want to seek happiness, it has to be in pursuit. And it has to be in pursuit of something bigger than you and serving towards a person, a problem, something that you can help, not towards you focusing on you. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a C-Lob moment. I pray all of you that are listening just heard what John said. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. What's been on my heart, man, to... To leave with the audience is Mm -hmm. God's been dealing with me about appetites Mm -hmm. and not making a hasty decision in a moment because you're hungry that will have an everlasting long-term effect because you've made a decision in a moment. And so in 2023, I think it's great to have ambition. I think it's great to have goals, but I think we must check ourselves daily, whether that be our ego, our pride, our self-worth, how we look at ourselves, how we view ourselves, that we don't get so caught up in who we are. As John said, that's how I know that you're in tune, bro. 
as John said, that it is bigger than us, that we don't make decisions in the moment that will cost us a lifetime of regret and pain. This has been an amazing episode. As always, follow us at Unscripted Leadership on all platforms. You can check out our website, unscripted-leadership.com. We've got some great things coming, some new things coming. And of course, this podcast is available on all streaming platforms. As always, we pray that every one of you be the leader that God has called you to be. We're here to build bridges and not walls. Bridges connect and walls divide. Until next time, God bless you.